0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your, host, I'm your host, Today I have a. Not a special guest, but a special thank you in mind to all the people watching the tournament. I think it's been the craziest tournament I've ever seen because I didn't think that there was a great team in the tournament. Uh, I thought it was good teams, really, really good teams. Never thought it was a great team in a tournament. Um, so it's interesting to see. Did I think that you know a 16 would be the one again? No. But I did really, I did think that, um, I did think that, you know, like there would be some teams upset. I always thought that Purdue was a a felonious one. I didn't think they were as good as what people were making them out to be. And what happened? <laughs> they lost. Now, did I expect them to lose in the first round? No. But I had them losing in the second round to Memphis. And Memphis ended up losing. And then they end up losing to this, like I said, the 16th seed. Um, you know, did I think that Kansas is as good as everybody thought they were? No, I didn't think they were that good. I thought they had a, they have a good system. And obviously when the coach isn't there, the system, um, the system isn't as good. Like, you know, people can say like, yeah, the system coach, there's there's system coaches for certain reasons, you know, like, The machine doesn't run as well uh, with the assistant coach. That's like if Phil Jackson didn't coach, and even though Tex Winter is a great assistant coach, the ship might not run as well with Tex Winter than it does with Phil Jackson. You know what I'm saying? The same with Popovich or Pat Riley and so on and so forth. But I do want to say that, you know, Arkansas was probably the worst matchup for Kansas um because they were like teams that beat kansas long athletic teams beat kansas this year point blank period you know like texas uh beat kansas you know couple of times they beat they smashed them twice um who else to beat? you know like a lot of teams who beat kansas tcu uh you know those kind of teams are long athletic teams so like i said i think that uh You know that was the worst matchup for Kansas. Those are just the two number ones. Um, What we're looking at is uh, not even mentioning the fact that you know San Diego State is in the Sweet Sixteen. Miami, like the only only bracket that held true was the Midwest because they have well, except they have the one, two, three, and the five seed. You know, Miami, Houston. Xavier, Texas, um, that, you know, that's and that's on their side. And, you know, the the West is is not necessarily chaos, chaos, because the two, three and four made it. But obviously, with the one going down to Arkansas, that's what happened with Kansas uh, in the West. In the East, it's just uh, you know the ninth seed made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, you know the ninth seed made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, you know Tennessee beat a lot of people's pick Duke, and not only did they beat them, they smashed them. They beat them. They just beat them up. They beat Duke up. Uh, I thought you know they just physically dominated Duke. It was like. Duke had all these long, wiry freshmen who hasn't really felt the physicality of college, college basketball. In Tennessee, that's all they did. Now, uh, in the other other side of that same bracket, it's Kansas State and Michigan State. Michigan State, obviously, pulling the upset at beating Mark, the number two C. Marquette. And Kansas State beating Kentucky. Um, Calipari. <laughs> We're going to do a quick quick uh, talk about Calipari in Kentucky. For for the first five years, first five years, you go to the final four of Kentucky. You win. You go to two national championship games, you win one, you have pretty much you have three number one picks, right? In Anthony Davis, John Wall, Carl Anthony Towns, right? You have Julius Randle, you have Devin Booker, you have Trey Lyles, you have uh you know lottery pick after lottery pick uh Eric Gordon Eric Gordon Eric Bledsoe and DeMarcus Cousins and i just think it, look if you look at those teams where they had right and then you look at this team this year they're not even in the same stratosphere he's not getting the talent i think right now he's He's in between. I'm gonna get the transfer protocol, transfer protocol, try to get stars. I think that he's gonna go back to the star freshman. He has to, because if you think about it, he hasn't had a great team since probably about when 2018, since uh, I want to say uh, who when they had Malik Monk and and Bam out of bio and the point guard, uh the place was Sacramento. Uh I can't even think of it, I can't even think of his name. Lefty point guard, obviously starting. Um, they went to the Elite Eight and they were basically one buzzer beater shot from going away from the Final Four. They lost to the champion of North Carolina, I think, in 2018 or whatever it was. And then the next year they had Tyler Hero, uh PJ Washington, you know, they had our next year, yeah, the next year year after whatever it was uh that was like his last great team you know he's kind of been disappointing uh in the last couple years obviously you know you take all take away the year before it shut down I thought that was a a good team with Emmanuel quickly uh they were you know SEC champs regular season or something like that they were top 10 in the country right before the tournament uh, people thought they could make some noise. Uh, that's when Tennessee was was good, but like so was Kentucky. Um after that, you know, that year, the bubble, I mean the the COVID year, they were 9 and 16, and they, they were awful that year. Um, and then you figure last year, uh, with Oscar Sheway being national player, you get upset by St. Petersburg as a two seed, two seed losing to a 15 seed. And this year, you lose in the second round to a team, Kansas State, that is good, yes, but frankly not as talented as you. And even though, like, you don't have a lot of talent, you're talented enough to beat Kansas State. So, to me, I just thought that, you know, like, Perry is not really the same – Kentucky's not the same program. It's just not they're, not. they're not getting the program. I mean, Alabama, if you look at Kentucky and look at Alabama, it's like in two different leagues. They're in two different stratospheres of teams. It's weird. So, you know, that was just my quick rant on Kentucky basketball. Now back to the tournament. Um, like I said, you have Michigan, uh, Kansas State and Michigan State, um, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. And that's in the east bracket. I told you the west bracket, Arkansas, UConn, UCLA, Gonzaga. Um We'll go to the upset, the upset uh, south where it's San Diego State and Alabama and Creighton and Princeton who beat Arizona. Shout out to Prince of a beating Arizona. Yeah, now I'm playing. (laughs) So it's going to be interesting, but we're going to talk about obviously UCLA, the first two games uh, in the tournament. Um, You know, like I said, they – Lost to Arizona in the championship. I thought they got screwed as a two-seed, even though they put them in the West. Um, they played UNC Charlotte the first game. Won by 30. did Didn't uh, Bona didn't play, uh, which they didn't really need him. Like I said, they won by 30. They were led by, you know, player of the year, guess who? Jaime um, mean, is Led by him. Thought that he played really good. You know, I didn't necessarily think that um, he played great, but he played really good. I mean, but you you know those kind of situations, you didn't really need him to play great. Um, you know, the first round, first round games are just games to kind of like get your legs under you. You know, you don't feel the pressure. You get out to an early lead. You kind of ease your way into that situation. You don't necessarily. Excuse me. You don't necessarily like, you know, have to blow a team out, but it's always good to blow a team out, kind of get some rest. Cause the second round game is always a handful, always a handful, you know, for any team. I mean, look at UCLA. I, I thought that uh, Northwestern, I thought was a way inferior team, but it, they, you know, t- it took them to the wire. So we're going to go over the box score for the UCLA game, the first game against UNC at Asheville. You know, Jaime ended up with, I mean, uh, Jaime ended up with 17 and eight, you know, eight rebounds. Uh, Bailey, who's been playing really good as of late, had 17. Uh, you know, like I said, they didn't have Boa, but they didn't really need it because nobody had 10 points and four, block, four rebounds. Shot 31% from the three, 54% from the field, like I said, but they held their team to 37% from the field, 30% from the three. Uh, you know, UCLA, look at look at they are now 31 and 5. I haven't seen them win this many games since Loz and Ball and then went to the Sweet 16, Uh, you know, with the 31 wins. So I'm happy for them. Uh Northwestern, who had, had a good season, they, like I said, they beat Boise State. <clears throat> Um, it was a back and forth game. I wanna say really back and forth. You see went up early and started the cruise. I thought, and then the gong went off. They couldn't score um <laughs> now Jaime ended up with twenty four and eight, but the but he played thirty nine minutes. I think the sometimes the issue with with people you know uh with coach scor Gron- he plays his guys so many minutes you know. Jaime played 39, Bailey played 38, Tiger played 39. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to just stay focused and really, really, really lock in every play for 40 minutes. You know, especially in Jaime's case when you you're the guy. And I felt like they had a great game plan on Northwestern's best player, and even though he scored points at the end. I felt like he was, you know, he was six for seventeen from the field. Um, didn't really shoot the ball well at all, you know. Their big man went off because they basically conceded that they conceded that to him. Uh, you know, he had 17 points nine rebounds off seven for seven from the from the field. Yeah, when is that going to happen again? Now um, they shot well in the second half from the three. Uh, Not necessarily in the first half. They only shot six for 22, but it felt like all six was in the second half. Uh, They shot 37% from the field. I think UCLA's defense is sensational right now. But like I said, UCLA can't score. The problem is they can't score right now. Uh, It's really Jaime and Bailey and really nothing else. Tiger played terrible. Uh, It was probably his worst game I've ever seen him play. He was 0 from the field. Um, 0 for 7 from the field, 0 for 2 from the you know, three point line. He was 12 for 12 from the free throw. He has seven assists, but in order to be Gonzaga, that cannot be the game plan. That cannot be the game plan for them. They have to, he has to score. He has to control the game. Um, it's not even a question. You know, like uh Tiger has to control the game against Gonzaga. We'll get into that in a minute. But back to the game, I felt like I said, Jaime did his thing and 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 but I felt like he had a lot of lulls. I think Jaime had twenty four. He really could have had thirty. I think if they would look for him a little bit more, he um they could have looked for him more and he could have not floated so much. The problem with coach, I feel, with Coach Cronin, and sometimes he puts Jaime from the top and being the, like the point guard playmaker. Um, is that sometimes they need Jaime to be a scorer because ain't nobody making plays. You know, Jaime can't be the playmaker and the score. He can't average 25 and still want him to get 12 assists. It just, you know, like they need him and Bailey to be the main scores. Uh, Boa came back, like obviously after the shoulder injury, had six points, Got felt like he got hurt again, and then he got back in the game like, okay. Um, and that's the same that happened with Singleton. Single play, Singleton played terrible, even though he hit one big crucial three. Like, we, they need – we need Singleton to hit threes. We need him to hit his shots. He can't go two for – or one for five from the three against Gonzaga. He cannot go one for five for three against Gonzaga. It's impossible for UCLA to win if he's going one for five. Everybody needs to be tilted. Everybody. You know, like I said, it went down to the wire. Like, Northwestern tied it up or was down – yeah, they tied it up. It was really, really just a close, close battle. But that's what the tournament is, survive in advance. It don't matter how you win. You can win by 30 like they did in the first game, or you can win by five like they won in the second. Um, it's just a game of just nutrition. Like, you have to survive in advance. It's literally like that. I remember when I was playing, you know, my freshman year, and we played uh, Miami. Uh, we beat them. We were the three seed. No, we were the sixth seed. Yeah, we were six. Michigan was the three. And we beat Miami. They were the eleven uh, seed. And then we played the three seed with who was Michigan. And um, played the three seed. who was Michigan. And Tractor Trailer had guaranteed that they was going to the Final Four. They had just won the Big Ten. And yeah. So I thought, you know, playing against them, this is going to be a hell of a matchup. And what happened was we, we, you know, we upset, you know, we upset them even though we had lost Baron. He had tore his ACL that game, um, but we beat them. You know, that was one of the big, big moments of my UCLA career. Me guarding tractor trailer, trying to anyway, and got rested. So And, you know, us beating them, us, you know, beating them. And so, like I said, I think – um I thought that you know, like it was just a great game for UCLA. The fact that Cronus went to been here three years, three six, three six sixteen, three sweet sixteens. People forget. People forget this. They're thirty one and five, right? They could have had five players come back this year. You know, they, uh, Jules Bernard could have came back for you know the fifth year option, right? Um. Or you know, like Riley could have came back if he really wanted to. You know, the shocker was Perry Watson left. You know, nobody expected him to leave. He came off the bench, averaged three points, two rebounds, and he went pro, he went first round. He 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 left. You know, um, the shooter left. I, I always be forgetting his name, but you know, everybody know what I'm talking about. The shooter, scorer from last year, he could have came back. Imagine you see this UCLA team with all of them. The big dude Johnson could have came back if you really wanted to. Now, imagine UCLA team, this UCLA team with all of them, with Jules Bernard and Perry Watson and, and everybody, the shooter and everybody come back. This team would have been probably too much, too much to handle. You know, too much to, for Nick Ronaldo. Sometimes less is more. And like I said, I think Jaime stepped up big. Um, and so, like I said, I think that it was really, really, really big, big, you know what I'm saying, like, for them to get Sweet 16 again. And the funny thing, for the second time in three years, who are they playing in the Sweet 16? Gonzaga. <sighs> um, we're not going to get into that game, but like I said, I think UCLA hit their free throws down the stretch, make got every stop. And even though Board thought Boa thought he broke his arm, uh, and David Singleton acted like he was like, oh my god, my leg is broken or whatever, my ankle's broken, and it didn't happen, you know. So he walked off and now he's okay. He got a couple of days to kind of recover. So, you know, like I said, happy for UCLA, moving on to Sweet 16, uh moving on to Las Vegas. Uh, they just played Gonzaga in Vegas last year. Um, so it's just such a big situation. I love the fact UCLA's back and Cronin has them, Coach Cronin has them back in the you know, in the in the Sweet 16 for the second time. And you know, I mean, third time in three years. UCLA's back where they should be. UCLA should be in the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, all that stuff every single year. And with Cronin as a coach, I think they will be. I mean, like I said, this year, they had a great year last year, right? Finished second in the Pac-12, beat Arizona, yada, yada. You know, and this year, they went to Sweet 16 last year. Beating St. Mary's, beating the first team, lose to North Carolina. Year before, going to the Final Four, losing to Gonzaga at the buzzer. This year, Gonzaga again. So, yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, a heck of a game. But let's get into it, folks. UCLA versus Gonzaga. Um Gonzaga is obviously led by the all american center uh tim a. Uh, I think he's a tremendous tremendous player um he can score like like no other um you know Gonzaga is not as dominant as they've been in the past, but they're still a great team they still have a lot of great players. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think that, um, you know, whoever's going to guard Tomei uh, is going to be interesting to see because I feel like he's just a matchup nightmare for UCLA. He is just a matchup nightmare for them. He had 28 points, eight rebounds the last game against TCU. It's a close game. I, I feel like UCLA might have to just concede uh, they might have to concede whatever he's getting. Um, you know, concede whatever he's getting to understand, you know, like, look, we're going to stop everybody else. Uh, You know, statistically, like I said, he's the guy. He's the engine that runs the ship. He is 21. He leads them in points, rebounds, and assists, and blocks. So he's averaging it for the season to uh, Tim, you know, Tim A is averaging 21 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and a block. And like I said, the last game he just had, he had 28 points, eight rebounds. He's been the best player on their team. They have a couple shooters, they have the guard, uh, Strawer Is that in yeah, there? Jay Strawer. he's averaging 16 a game. They got Watson, their forward average, about 11. And they got Bolton averaging about 11, 10.5. And they got Smith averaging about, you know, nine. And they got Hickman averaging about nine. So they have they have balanced scoring, even though they, everything kind of runs through Tim A. Um, my strategy would be just let Boat play Tim A straight up and whatever Tim A gets, he gets. He's probably going to end up with 25 to 30, but they can't beat you with him to get scoring 25 and 30. How Gonzaga beats you is this. If you try to run with them, you try to run with them and try to outscore them. That's what they do. They score. They have a great offense. They have a great high-low game. Timmy's a good passer. He can pass out the post. He has a lot of rare moves. Um, Ball's going to have to be disciplined. He's going to have to play disciplined, not make freshman fouls. I call them freshman fouls because he uh, definitely – fouls for no reason sometimes and you'd be like what are you doing you know like boy what are you doing so you know i think that it's going to be interesting to see what happens right i think they're going to have to kind of help them recover don't let the guards get going from the from the three keep them out of the lane don't give them easy baskets That's say make them earn it See what I saw what was a perfect kind of strategy is what Tennessee did to Duke as a coach said we brought them in the mud with us um and Duke can handle it and teams that beat Gonzaga hence like the uh uh when Baylor beat them in the national championship game teams that beat those great Gonzaga teams are physical physical slow the game down Bring Gonzaga into this physical slowdown mud game. Slow them tracks. Um, and so, like, I think that will beat them if UCLA slows the game down, runs plays, puts Tim a, a in a lot of pick and rolls, makes them play defense, you know, put Boy on a lot of picks, like with Tiger, with Jaime, a lot of pick and rolls, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Keep Tim you know, oc- occupied on defense. So he can drain them on offense. Um, They still don't have a, I think they have a good matchup behind me, but nobody, I feel like i still a matchup problem for them. I think he still could score. It depends on how the refs call the game. They're not going to let, you know, things happen as, as such. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, my, you know, everybody has Gonzaga, you know, beating UCLA or whatever, whatever. and, they might well, but I think if Jaime comes to play, Jaime, I'm betting that you're gonna come to play and you want that revenge from the last time he played him. Same with you, Tiger. Tiger will not go. I don't think he'll go over again. I don't think he'll he's not that type of player. He's a senior heady kid. He's gonna, you know, make good shots or make good passes. Now the three older statesmen Jaime, Singleton, Tiger. They have to come to play, period, point blank, period. They cannot not come to play. Um, they have to be able to come to play. They have to come to dominate. They have to really, 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 really play this game. You know, like this is going to be what, what, you know, what dreams are made of, period, you know. It is, you know, this is what, this is what, this is what you want, you know, like, cause I think if you beat, you beat Gonzaga, this is going to be the best game of the sweet 16, all the sweet 16 matchups. This is by far the best game. You beat Gonzaga, you beat Gonzaga, you will go to the final four. Cause whoever it is, UConn or Arkansas, I think you beat you they beats either one of them by like five to 10 points. You know, I think this is the game. This is the game for them. This is their final four. But this is how you got to play it. I mean, my freshman year, when the Sweet 16, you know, we played Kentucky. They were the national championships that year. They smashed us. Uh, but now you only go, there's no easies, no gimmies. You got you to gotta go play. You know, you got to go play now because this is the, the best, as of right now, the best 16 teams in the country. And we're all fighting for one thing. They are fighting for one thing, sorry. And you gotta be able to play, man. This is it. You gotta be able to come in and kill. Ball out. Ball out. You know, I think I think Bailey could be, he got, you know, Bailey could be the wild card, but Bailey got to finish. He got to finish over the length and the height of Gonzaga. He has to be able to finish. He can't be missing the layups or trying to dipsy do shots. He got to finish dunk like he did against Arizona. You got to come over like that. That's the only way the ref's going to give you a call. They will not give you a call, Dipsy doing and falling on the ground. And you can't turn the ball over against Gonzaga. You cannot turn the ball over against them because they're going to run and they're going to score. You have to take care of the ball. Like I said, slow it down, run your sets, keep Gonzaga off the offensive rebounds. Like I said, and put Tim A in a lot of pick and rolls. A lot of pick and rolls. Keep him moving because he ain't, he won't be able to guard the guard. They might switch him. He can't guard the guard. You switch him. If Bailey got A on clear out one on one. Period. You have to. That's the only way you're gonna beat him. That's the only way you're gonna beat him. Period. That's the only way you're gonna beat him. You're not gonna beat Gonzaga trying to outscore him, trying to out finesse him. That's not. That's not. You see, like they're gonna have to d up and put their hand in the mud and put taking Zaka to the mud. It's like, nah, because Zaka don't want to – they don't want to come to that mud. They want to be finesse, you know? But UCLA got to bring them to the mud, period, you know? Now, I got UCLA beating them, and I had UCLA beating Kansas, but now I got UCLA beating uh, UConn if they win. UCLA goes to the Final Four. Now, my Final Four picks – Are in this, in the one bracket I have is messed up. I have two teams that probably make it. The other two, uh, I have three teams, UCLA, Houston, Alabama. I had Duke in the other one, but Duke is already out. Um, you know, stupid Purdue, Purdue and (laughs) Arizona, Arizona and Purdue messed up my brackets. Uh, you know, so it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Uh, we're going to see what happens. You know, I'm excited. I am excited for this tournament, for this game. It's a game for men, period. Like, you got to bring it. Like, if Jaime scores 12 points and goes 5 for 17, they lose. You see they lose, period. If he goes, you know, 6 for 8, 6 for 12, they lose. Jaime goes to have – he has to have a monster game. He has to have his best game as a Bruin. 27 points, 12 rebound type of game. Bailey got to get 20. Tiger got to get 18 to 20. And Singleton got to give him at least 12 to 15. That's the way you're going to win. You know, Boa got to give him at least like 10. You know, 10 to 12 and stay out of foul trouble. Boa is the key. Boa is the key. He can't stay out of foul trouble. And like I said, if I'm Coach Cronin, I'm using Nuba, I'm using the other. I'm using all the big guys against Tim. foul them, foul them. Play physical with them. You got 15 fouls between all three of you. you got to use it. There's no tomorrow. there is no tomorrow. there is no tomorrow. it's only the day. That's how you got to think about it. There is no tomorrow. there's only the day. you know? I don't care about you know none of that like what, what we need to save our players for the next game. there is no next game. There's only today. There's only, you know, when UCLA and Gonzaga play. I'm excited. It's going to be in Vegas. I might try to go to the game. If I get some tickets, we'll see. Um, I'm ready to go. I'm I'm hyped like I'm playing, you know. Um, like I said, I think if UCLA wins this game, they go to the Final Four. So it'll be UCLA, Houston, Alabama, and the last bracket, I don't know because um, it's uh Tennessee versus, you know, Florida Atlantic, Kansas State versus Michigan State. Uh, let's say Kansas State beats Michigan State, and then Tennessee beats uh, Florida Atlantic. Kansas State plays Michigan State. I think, I mean, um, Kansas State plays Tennessee. The Tennessee wins. So, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, Houston, UCLA. That's my final four picks. And so, we'll see what happens. Um, I want to say thank you for listening to UCLA. Uh, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed. Follow me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram as T R A V I S W R E E D, uh, Travis W. And then on Facebook as well. Uh, Travis W. Reed. Follow me. Like I said. Uh, and if you're looking for, you know, check out any of my shows, an athlete's journey on the network or, um, athlete's journey on the network or, uh, he said, she said, you know, I post all my social media on those websites. Um, like I said, follow your boy. All right. <laughs> you can take a listen to all the shows. Okay. So new things also possibly coming. I don't want to mention them right now, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it later when it, when I'm actually here. um, but, yeah, like I said, follow me, Travis W. Reed on Instagram and Travis Reed on Facebook. I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. Let's go UCLA. Uh, I will make a instant, uh, instant like, uh, show if they win. If they're in the Elite Eight, I'm making a show that next day or that night to congratulate them, you know, because getting that far, or even either or if they lose if they win i'm going to make a show so uh, if they make it, if if they lose i'm going to make a show obviously for next week but if they win i'm making a show the next day for the next day uh i'm excited y'all i want um i'm excited i'm ready to do this let's go let's go UCLA let's 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 uh let's do this all right um i'm excited let's go like i said my score for the game, UCLA 75, Gonzaga 70, 72. If they keep it like that, they can win. If it's 85, 90, they lose because they can't score enough. You no, know, not with Jaden Clark out. And I'm I'm i so excited for the game. But yeah. All right. Well, we will see you earlier next week. on YouTube.